welcome back to Endgame 2. We, we, we wanted to talk about Gamora. Because you had mentioned Gamora last episode. Yes. You know you're waiting for that one. Yeah. Alright. Well, we know Gamora's dead, but then we have new Gamora. We know our Gamora is dead. No. Yes, yes. Wait, wait. Alright, okay, okay, okay. You're saying our Gamora, like the other Gamora, is still alive. The other Gamora is she still is. alive. Wait, are you under the theory that after the Tony snap, that she was part of his forces and she disappeared? Yes. No. I've heard about it. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, everyone from that timeline got snapped. But you don't, but okay, but the thing is, you don't know what Tony thought. We, we don't, don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. It could but be. But we saw. Also, she was all fighting. All of Thanos' forces gone. Also, and she we was don't see. We, we, don't, we don't see her on the ship. She would have been on the ship with, with the Guardians. She, no, she no. also wasn't in the A-Force meetup. No, because think, think about this. The Gamora that was just brought back, right? This was pre-Guardians. This was before them. It's yes. also given that hint when she kicked Quill in the nuts. No, no, we know that. That's, no, not, that's not the no, contention. Not. The contention is that when, when, when Tony did the snap, what was his Dragon Ball wish? Right? It wasn't... <laughs> God should run. Yo, yo. Right? Yo. You broke the wall. You broke the wall. I'm so done with Tone. Like, Tone. Yo. So, like, we don't know yo. what he said. It could have been all of Thanos' forces. It could have been Thanos this or Thanos that. We don't know. We don't know what it encompasses. We don't know how the snap really I works. I feel like his, his thing was, like, <clears throat> the way it, everything, how he felt it should. And that does not necessarily include Gamora. But it could also be, like, People personified as forces of Thanos to attack the Avengers, and Gamora shifted. She kind of was always kind of on the cusp, right? Yeah. And but then yes. she shifts when she meets future Nebula. They just use time travel to bring back two characters. And Gamora was one of those characters because everybody saw about how you're going to bring her back for Guardians of Galaxy 3. I and again... This is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy me. 3, the hunt of, for Gamora. It's gonna be like Star Trek, record. Star Trek Three: The Hunt for Spock. We're bringing a little. we're bringing a little right In the comics, mm -hmm. the Soul Stone has what counter world to it? I know the Soul World. I get. I agree. I I agree that there should be a Soul World. I thought this movie was gonna be about them using the quantum realm to get to the Soul World to bring everybody back. Right. That was the theory. That was the theory. Was we theory. haven't established that. Yeah, it, that, the, the, I feel like that's still not out of the realm of possibility. I'm not saying it's not out of the realm. Of, okay, so your thinking is we lost 2014 Gamora, and that Gamora and Scar and and Black Widow are in the Soul World. But here's the thing: wait, it's gonna go back to what Kevin Feige said. Everybody who died before the Stone, they're dead before the snap. So Gamora. Fishy cannon dead. And they made it and Loki, they made official cannon dead. Well no, well and they made Red Skull and, and they made <laughs> and they made Red Skull tell you that it's irreversible. Yeah. And how Bruce kept trying to bring her back. So they're really trying to hit home that the people who were sacrificed, not just died before the snap, just people who were sacrificed for the soul in exchange for the stone are gone. I, even if Cap goes back in time. So here's and, my here's my other thing. Gives the stone back to his I old friend. I feel like I can still see them cheating that. It's gonna come at a cost, but they would cheat. No, they they did. They did cheat. They bought back Memorial from the past. There is a universe right now without a Danos. You know that, right? Yeah. That timeline. Because remember, it it, it, it if that timeline still exists. That timeline does exist. They had help from Barry Allen this episode. <laughs> I just I, <laughs> there's a lot. Like I hear what you're saying, yeah. and I think it really it doesn't really matter. It's whatever they, they decide to do. Right. I think it's a good way. I think it's a good back and forth. Yeah. But it's because we don't know how the snap works in regards to what you decide. Right. We can't definitively say that 2014 Gamora is because we know in her heart she's a good person and was fighting for kind of for the Avengers. Right. So well, we don't know. Also, too, um, if you think about it, with the interactions with Nebula, um, future Nebula, and past Gamora, Gamora already, at that point, had this plan, like, okay, he doesn't know where the Soul Stone's at, he, he's, she's never going to tell him, 
but when she hears that he eventually got all the stones, she like you saw the look on her face, it kind of changed a little bit. So she was already plotting against Thanos at that point in time. I'm not arguing that. I, I'm saying I, st- I still feel like they're going to try to like, pull a fast one. They did. They brought back Pascamora. So why, why look for, quote unquote, look for Gamora on the screen at the end? Because again, she's not because well, Quill doesn't know. I I think it's Quill doesn't know. Yeah, Quill doesn't know that his Gamora is really really gone. No, I don't don't think anyone's told him that the soul in exchange because no one was there in Vermeer. So Nebula assumes. What did Thanos say? No, Thanos said he killed her. But you don't know. But no one told him. No one has the whole story for. But but you gotta understand. So he's probably thinking that everyone came back. So he's looking for his Gamora. He doesn't know that the soul okay. in exchange for the stone uh, is okay. a is a deal. And, yeah. that's, and again, this is this is a whole story that's probably going to lead into Guardians of the Galaxy right. three. They're probably going to like again going back to the Star Trek reference, the search for Gamora. <laughs> that's what it is. I I hear what you're saying, and if mm-hmm. they go to the Soul World, I think that's cool. But that's if they decide to do they kind of they, they really like dive in with yeah, it and they basically erased their or relationship too or do all that or do all that but you know <clears throat> we'll see what happens I think I think 2014 that, that also sucks because he would have to restart like you said a whole relationship oh yeah and that's if she wants that and right and we don't know that and it's yeah. like because their circumstances wasteful are different yeah let, let's talk about loophole Loki right now okay okay well, before we talk to... before we talk Loki and the whole fucked up timelines. Do we want to address the time travel thing? Yes. Well, I was gonna. Okay. Before we dive into okay, Loki, let's, 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 let's time travel. You know, let's let's address the time travel and how they use it in the MCU. I, I hope that came up. Uh, uh, I hope because <laughs> that was a good clean crack. Yes. So here's here, here's the thing. What did the ancient one tell uh, Bruce? So that when there's certain when you pluck the stone out of time, it creates a divergence timeline. Yes. You have to return the stone yes. back into that point in time. Yes. Now, because I say loophole Loki, <clears throat> let's go. What, what did Cap do? Cap went back in time to return all the stones. But his tesseract was not the 2012 tesseract. Exactly. He loopholed. But technically, and also Cap is in a different timeline. Technically. Anyway, so we have that. Yes. So. <clears throat> If there is a divergent timeline, which then like disproves my theory from before, but let's say there is no alternate, like he put everything the way it should be, and he came back and he just happened to be old, like he lived out his life, kind of situation, and he came back, cool. When he came back, everything from that is gone, but he he has it like where he's like, I got to do that, right? We're all there. We're all in agreement. Yeah, you're saying you're saying that Cap Cap did his separate timeline, lived his life. And use pin particles to go back, or he lived his life and waited until this fucking moment in 2023 to get to that bench. He waited either, for that either or. Okay. All right. That's fine. At this point, he could have done either or. That's fine. Now, we have Loki who grabs Tesseract. Does not mean that. What does the Tesseract do for those of us who are completely unaware of what it does? Moving anywhere. Because the space stone. Space. Yeah. Doesn't control where you go in time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't control the It's just space. Granted, he can be somewhere else, but doesn't mean that he exists in the timeline that they're in now. Oh, I'm with you. Oh on yeah. That. Oh yeah. I didn't think he this... was in the main MCU timeline. I just figured they used the Tesseract and him diverging. That two top. That two, the Avengers one 2012. You've got two timelines there. You've got when Loki takes the Tesseract and does his thing, and then you've got the main MCU. Mm-hmm. And so the move, the show on Disney Plus is going to be Loki using the Tesseract and doing whatever the hell he wants. And, and who knows? So like because like, well, this well, is my, the thing. Marvel no. Marvel's <clears throat> always touched up on alternate realities. We've had <clears throat> Ultimates. Yeah. We've had various different versions of the MCU. Who's to say yes that this might be like what the, the ancient one said? Again, they're bringing in the multiverse, an alternate timeline. So this is definitely a divergent timeline, but I guess we've they're also really had characters establishing those, and yeah. I, I'm not gonna argue that they're very good at establishing. I mean, the those, perfect show that's they're breaking. It's almost like the they're probably the most strict at like establishing universes and rules. To but be this fair, is the thing. It's it's like this that 
we've already had alternate timelines explained mm-hmm. in Doctor Strange. So if you saw Doctor Strange, they've explained that, that there are multiple different realities. Mm-hmm. And that's what the Ancient One was protecting. That's what the Ancient One protects. Um, the fact is, is now, now you have this divergent timeline. They've introduced that this is the second time that concept of the multiverse has been introduced in the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're bringing Loki back. It's going to be a loophole. And who's to say that realities can't cross? I mean, the perfect show right now, it's a DC show that's been doing it, has been The Flash. With going into different alternate universes. I wouldn't put it past Marvel. And then also... Ah, no. Because that's, that's, the, that's the TV one. Okay. Yeah, that's TV. We're not talking about the other ones. Um, the, 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 the biggest thing right now is that they're also talking about that Marvel is possibly for the Disney app going to bring the What If show. What If yeah. always talked about various different multiverses. That, that I can see happening more likely than the and, other and, and And the other thing, too, is that Kevin Feige said... He also wants the TV shows that are coming out now to also have more of an impact on the movies. So who's to say again that Loki won't cross over or will? Again, we know that. He, I mean, they he's opened, alive. They he's opened up. They opened, yeah, they opened up, up a lot. This is a Pandora's box. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much fucking with the timeline because even though because when you take the stones out, like the Legion one said, you create a new timeline which fucks up a certain reality. But so even though Cap brings the stones back. That mainstream stays okay, but that alternate reality is still happening. Yeah. We don't know what's happening in those alternate realities. We don't know what crazy stuff is happening. Could be zombie MC, like MCU said, there's, there's We don't a, know. There's a whole <clears throat> universe right now yeah. without a thing else. Like, my whole thing with time travel, I always looked at time travel, the easiest way when I looked at time travel, the simplest way of time travel, was that it was like kind of like a character loop. Um, like, um, Harry Potter, or... The, or anything like uh, Game of Thrones when you go back when Bran goes back in time that what you did happened in the past but your present self doesn't live it until you go back in time and I'm also going to use like, um, and I'm going to go back and I'm going nice to yeah. quote The Flash too because um, in The Flash I think they, they really explain the multiverse well because they've had time to do it mm-hmm. like there are fixed points in history that can't change so the fact that Loki was defeated that's a fixed point in history but what happens after that, that's not a fixed point in history. For, for him to get away, again, they're creating a more story possibility. So we have that loophole that he's back. And who's to say again that he won't cross into that main MCU? And, and if you notice, when um, Ant-Man's man is in the lockup... Shout out to Master Splinter. This is the real MVP of this entire movie franchise. But, but the Ant-Man van, his van... When it was in that locker, if you notice, they gave a shout out to the main Marvel universe. Oh, for the locker number, right? Yeah, locker number 616. <clears throat> That's the main six Marvel. 616. Six. 616? Six six one six? Yep. Oh, 626 is Stitch. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, we're going to get, I, I, the MCU is going to open up a lot of possibilities. I mean, we're going to probably see a lot of stuff with shows, movies. Got the WandaVision show, we don't know. Yeah, that could be so an alternate timeline. So Viz a Yeah, that's another thing that I was sad that Viz he essentially can't come back. Well, I was telling Sebastian, I think if he does come back, I was thinking he was going to come back West Coast Avenger style as gray and black with no emotion. That's what mm-hmm. I thought. That's what I thought they were going to do in this but one. I think, I think we want to touch up on something fun here. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we don't think. A callback to Avengers 2. When Cap moved Thor's hammer and Thor saw that, where we had that... Are we going to, are we going to that now? Oh, we're so, going to that. Oh. Theory had it that he moved the hammer, but then... Put it down? Put it down. Like, he didn't want yeah. it to happen. Like, he was like... He felt like it would have... He didn't feel worthy. Like, it was one of those things, like, he was unsure. And he was like, eh, no. Well... Also, too, it was Thor's thing at the time. Right, it was like... But he like, picked he, it up for... Because they were playing a game. Yeah, but he didn't... Like, he felt like... He's not that type of... To show Lord about it. Like, he yeah. wanted just... Oh, this is so easy. So yeah. he felt it, and he was like, no, no, no. Like, this isn't right. It didn't feel good. Because so, he knew it would affect Thor more. Yeah, because right. Thor was yeah. shitting on himself. He's you like, know what I mean? But it was then funny. Then you had Viz. Viz... The only reason why Viz did it so well, for whatever reason, is because he lacked that emotion to just care. I mean, we say that now. That shit was just... It was for plot. 
Yeah. Right. It was Absolutely. to be like, oh, because when Cap was like, I can't trust any of these fucking robots. Right. And then Viz is like, you yeah. know, like yeah. that's what it was. It was, I hear what you're saying, but I felt like it was more so as a, as a device for not having to, not having to build this trust between how Vision. how feel though? When that shit was picked up. dope. Listen, oh and my god! Like, I knew. Yo, you didn't jump out of your seat. I was and give that. Yo, that Ric Flair. Woo, like you're like, not you're not you're not friends with me. Yeah, like, yeah, no, no, no. That 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 seat. Like you see it lift and you're thinking, oh okay. You thought you yeah, thought Thor 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 summoned, was, it. Thor summoned it. Thor summoned it after he's before he's about to get you know he's about to get happen do to him what he did to Thanos. He's about to open his chest cavity. Yeah, up. seriously and. And then, no, it slaps Thanos in the fucking face and then goes back to Cap. The way he crashed oh. it, though. Like, he just... Yeah. No, he and then, then he uses it, and then he bats the shield, and then... Bro. <laughs> yo. Everything that... Yo, like, there is so much fan service, and I appreciate all of it. There's so much fan service in, like, this movie, but the fact that he goes and just wields it like it was effortless. Like, yeah. he was, like I've been doing this before. Mm-hmm. And we're just like... He even calls Thunder. Like, it's not, even, it, it's not even that he spins it, throws it. He, my man he called knew, Thunder. Like, Thor knew. couldn't do that shit till, till like, Thor 3. But no, the funniest shit was when Thor and Captain America, like, Cap grabbed the axe, and Thor grabbed the shit, the, the hammer, and he was like, wait, Trey, no, like, you, you take the small one. He's like, he's like, this just doesn't feel right. <laughs> like, it's not my fault. But... Uh, I heard a theory that Mjolnir gives you the, um, like, it grants the knowledge of, like, oh. of how it possesses. So that's why Cap knew how to use it. It's one of those things. Okay. Um, it's something, something that I find, because Thor does have that knowledge. Like, he has some sort of uh, ability with, I think, I'm pretty sure it's Mjolnir. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong in the comments below. But there's something that gives him the ability to have a certain knowledge about something. Yeah. And I think it's Mjolnir. Mjolnir gives him that knowledge. So, if Cap, then Mjolnir is like, oh, hey, how's it going, Mjolnir? And let's uh, let's make it happen. Also, that shield break? When he was like, where he was just like, fuck it. I can do this all day. I yeah, was like, it's, it's, I can do it all day, but without having to say it. Right. Like, everyone knew. And I don't, I don't care who you were, team Tony, Team Cap for Civil War, you were a Team Cap fan right then and there. Like, bro, come on now. Like, you stood there against all them. That was a beautiful shot, by the way. That was awesome. Yeah. That was really, that that was just, that captured the Captain America character right there. There was a a lot of, like, really choreographed, like, well fights. Also, can we talk about Thanos? Oh, man. Just sitting there. And waiting, like he's like, he's just like, I don't know y'all, but like apparently I did something to y'all, but I'm gonna make sure. Yeah. Y'all, y'all remember this, like, y'all about he's to like, get y'all, y'all remember these hands. Yo, he was ready. And Grant, he. No, he, he went down came. viciously with that sword. Of that's not yo. Yeah, it was really was funny dope. though. It was really funny though when Thanos is talking to Nebula, and he's they're like talking like oh. They're arrogant and like they don't plan. And he's like, "Yeah, the arrogant never do." I'm thinking, my man, I'm talking about yourself. You coming in there? You coming there flexing with your double bladed sword and no infinity gauntlet? Again, again, that that to me that plays off of Thanos being his own enemy. Yeah, because that's always been the cause yes. in the comics of him losing. Yes, was that he was over arrogant mm-hmm. and will always be his own worst enemy. Um, <clears> and the fact that he was gifted knowledge that he won. I was like, well, it's my destiny. He's always like, I'm real arrogant about it. I think, well, it was the fact that he was gifted the knowledge that he won, and then the convenience that the stones were there, yeah. and instead of being patient and waiting and planning it out, like yeah. his he was impatient. Like his, you know, his main take timeline self did. He became impatient. He acted really fast, and then got. He got got. He got, got that got. work. But he, let's, he got that one in 14 million 650 chances. Talk about something that wasn't yeah, touched up on the movie. Put on let's talk about something that wasn't touched up on the movie that the Russo said happened. The fact that Cap had to go back in time to return all the stones. There's one particular character he ran into in his past that he had to return the stone um, in that person's vicinity. Ah, the Red Skull. Yes. Yeah. It was really interesting when they talked when they brought when we see the Red Skull again. I thought 
I was talking about when me, and, when me and Jack were watching again. When they were at the at the pier, when they're all talking about it, and Clint's like, well, why don't you go talk to that red dude? I was like, I thought that Cap was going to make the connection that they saw the red skull. And I told that to Jackie, and then she was telling me, well, yeah, but it kind of, it takes you out of the moment of everyone yeah. mourning for mm-hmm. Natasha. Yeah. And also, too. I just thought it would have been cool to see and, what Cap and, would say. And to be fair, like, they're in a universe where there's green face, blue face people. Yeah. Like, you also, said red face. He would have yeah. been like, sure. Whatever. Yeah. Also, too, it's not the same Red Skull anymore. Oh, it's definitely not. He, uh-huh. So it's like, you know, it's, it, it would just be interesting to see the fact of that conversation, of him bumping into him and knowing that <clears> this <throat> is not the same person, but it's like, you know, this also, is the person Also, how do you return the soul stone? You give it to the Red Skull and he puts it back. But I thought the Russos also said, like, well, I, like, actually it's a different timeline, but I thought the Russos said that in the thing you showed me, I think when they were reading, is that when Thanos gets the soul stone from after sacrificing Gamora, the Red Skull is not tied to that spot anymore. No, I think he is the the guardian of that spot. But if He's you give it there. back, does that return the person? No, no. I think the Russo said that too. So then, what? They're why dead. is he returning? Like, there's no, there's nothing. Well, though, so the thing is, is this: you know the mean? Soul Stone, because they touched up on the Celestials. Once they return, no, no. once he returns to the Viz, the snow. That's that's actually a failsafe, because you you see how easy it is to get every stone. That is the only stone that you have to give a sacrifice. Of like of something that you love in order for you to get that stone, so it's the hardest stone to get. So how many people do you think in the universe are willing to make that sacrifice aside from Thanos and all? <clears throat> like let's say you go there, you yourself, to get the stone, and you have nothing there to sacrifice. Your journey to collect all the six stones are done. Yeah, I want to go over the future generation setup. We've had the future generation set up in these characters. Um, in, Ca- in Captain Marvel, we saw Monica Rambeau as a little girl. And we also this have movie. Uh, a little little teaser for Namor, by the way. Yeah, yeah we did. We did. We had the, the teaser earthquake. for Namor, the earthquake. We got Hawkeye's daughter. But Ant-Man's daughter. Gonna, we have Ant-Man's daughter, which I was going to get into. But the interesting thing about Hawkeye's was, daughter... That, there was a lot of heartbreak well, in that. In those, yeah, it was. Those moments, like... Hawkeye, they didn't need to do that. Like, opening scene, they didn't need to do all that. I knew they were doing that. But this is the thing, though. I knew they were doing that, but they didn't need to do opening scene. Wait, wait, wait. I'm saying that there's something interesting here, because they haven't really called Hawkeye Hawkeye throughout the whole movie, in all the movies. They always call him Clint. Clint. But he calls his daughter Hawkeye. Oh, that's what he says when they're shooting. And then we know that um, Ant-Man's daughter... Um, Scott Lang's daughter in the comics she becomes stature like she's like the giant man version um, who else they touched up on the fact that they, the young boy like cause um, in that whole funeral scene mm-hmm. there was that young kid that was there that was the kid to call back from Iron Man 3 mm-hmm. so it's a possible character they can use for the future movies Falcon and well Falcon now being Captain America mm-hmm. and the possible birth of mutants because um, as I, I, I don't think anything they do in these movies, because if you look at a lot of the callbacks that they did to a lot of past movies with lines and everything, I don't think a lot of these lines were done by accident. There's the fact that um, Hulk mentions like, you know, the, the gauntlet gives off a radiation. And when Thanos did the snap, it was like that radiation engulfed the planet. So the whole theory is that, you know, this can possibly lead into storytelling the birth of mutants in the MCU since we haven't had them. Okay. And um, we were talking about, you said you mentioned it earlier, that we also may get further touch up on that with the Eternals movie. Yeah. So, I mean, it's 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 like, <clears throat> where do you guys think these future plans are going? Am I touching up on anything? No, I mean, I'm, I'm all for... So, it's hard for me to... So, I agree that things aren't just done... By accident. So I think the... Not the, with the Russos Not anymore. with the Russos anymore, right? So, you know, with Ant-Man's daughter and Hawkeye's daughter, the girl that we saw in Captain Marvel, I think those are all def- probably plays that we're playing on that we're going to see. But I'm trying to think back to, like, when this movie was created, we didn't have the, we didn't have the merger yet. 
So, you know... It was on the table, but it wasn't set. Yeah, it wasn't set. It wasn't like how the Roosters were like, we need Spider-Man for Civil War, and y'all need to make this happen. So, can the mouse leak the Sony emails? Yeah. <laughs> right? So, it's hard to think that they had this writing in there, and then it's fun as us as fans to speculate, but it's also something I wouldn't be surprised if... If they use they it. take the either they use it or they like yeah we did that but we're we're gonna we're gonna spin it because I think Eternals more than enough time though to yeah. kind of write it in yeah because we're getting the Shang Chi movie yes yeah. I pronounced that correctly right mm. um, we're getting his movie yeah, you're not this guy <laughs> we're getting his movie we're getting Captain Marvel two we're getting Black Panther two Doctor Doctor Strange two we're gonna see what Spider Man does because we know I think we can speculate and say that movie takes place in twenty twenty three well Homecoming yeah yeah far, 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 far from home. Far From Home actually takes place before Infinity War. It was confirmed. Really? No. Yeah. No, yeah, because... um. What? Really? Yeah, it kind of throws off... It's I, really stupid. I just, heard, I just heard differently. I heard that before. I heard it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to answer the question of why the student ages are variable. We're looking this up. So the reason why like, I agreed with you at first was because that was something that was spoken about before Endgame. After And then they say because they, they can't just tell you. Yeah. But I feel like this is something... Because they, they... Oh, I can say... They can't tell you what happens after Endgame because they're pretty much saying that Spider-Man's coming back. Even yeah. though we know Spider-Man's coming back. Kevin Feige and everyone was like, nah, Spider-Man's dead. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, straight face, Spider-Man's dead. I don't know what you're talking about. The end of Endgame, it looks like he's in, like, his school, and then... But, like... And, like, everyone's seeing him, whatever the case is. But at the beginning of Infinity War, when he's on the school bus... He just looks like he's going to school. Five years pass. People are back in school. There's no like age difference kind of situation. Everyone's still the same age. Like school resumes as normal for the most part. Um, it's like whole high school got snapped. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah like for the most part, you know. So what do you do at that point? Yeah, but um, I mean, it's gonna be interesting how they touch that up in Spider-Man, um, Homecoming, which is. Definitely part of the Infinity Saga series. I, I want to see... So, because they have so many options now, like, they've closed the chapter on, like, the big six for the most part, shy of Cap, let's say. I mean, shy of Thor. Um, but... Thor's a guardian now. Thor's a guardian now. So, like, <laughs> that, you know. But, we now open the doors for, like... I want to see what they do with Bucky... Like, yeah. they're definitely they're not they're gonna well there are rumors that Phil and Falcon will be getting a show well I know he has he has, I think he has two more movies on his contract yeah <clears throat> but I, I think they, they're, they're trying to push him one of them is definitely going to be Black, uh, Black Panther 2 yeah. Um, yeah I also see um that Iron the new Iron Man kid which I'm sad about because in the comics we have the girl Ironheart who technically got the which mail. can still happen it can but you know that's for later. Um, we have the possibility for Namor. A lot of these projects happening. Yeah. Um, Namor's owned by Universal Na- too. Yeah, so that's he's, that's gonna be. He's gonna have to be a combination movie. Also too, but Universal. He's in the same movie. funkiness that Hulk's in. Yeah. So he would have to be in a combination movie, and people were saying, a YouTuber I follow was talking about he may be in like Black Panther two. Yeah. Because Atlantis and Wakanda have that thing. All oh, right. Yeah. Also, I wanted to touch up on something interesting that that there was something that um didn't occur to me till later. I want to talk about Hank Pym, um, how he didn't really trust the government. You know how they go back into the past and Steve Rogers steals four vials. Do you think that that was the moment that Hank Pym stopped trusting the government? So that's the thing. That's that's what goes. So that's kind of why I my thought of time travel goes back to the whole. It's a loop. It's a loop. So, like, that was always Steve Rogers back in the 1970s or whatever the hell, not even, 1960s, 50s, whatever the hell it was. Like, that was always Steve Rogers. We don't, Hank Pym didn't know that. Right? So, you live, you're just, it's like, as a human, you live time linearly, and then you kind of fill your purpose as your future. So, but then MCU explains it as alternate realities. So I, well, that's I, the thing. It's, I it's don't know. Alternate, like, the thing about alternate realities is funny because, like, when Loki took the Tesseract, or like when um, the ancient one said, when you pluck a stone out of time, it creates that <clears throat> alternate reality. If they had changed anything else, like let's say if he had killed Hank Pym, then yeah. that would change that reality. Or if he had stole all the vials, what would that do? Yeah. 
Um, or if, like, you know, he took a shit in um, Hank Pym's hat. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I don't know. It, it could have created something. So it's kind of like fuck? this. I don't know. It's kind of like this. When they, when they were with, with, with um, the Back to the Future effect, because, again, um, there, was, there was points in Back to the Future where time was linear. Whereas, like, you know, the professor would send Marty a package while he was in Texas and Marty's in the 60s. Right. And he's but, like, but, but then there was times that would change when, when he went back in time with the sports all map. Well, that's the thing. But they said, but even though now the movie said that time Back to the Future was bullshit. <laughs> but Back to the Future also had those things where you couldn't have those, you couldn't do the paradox. The paradoxes existed in the Back to the Future movies. So, like, you could still do... You can still do like send yourself mail and then it comes to you thirty years later because yeah. it's not really a paradox. You're kind of just sending something. Or it's picking up you, the, I think it's only if you met yourself. Well, it's like if you meet yourself or you kill yourself because that's what it was. It was that thing of like if you kill your past self, you'll you kill your father before you meet your mother. You end up disappearing. Yeah. Even though that's not. Or you do the Futurama thing and your own your own your own grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they kind of spelled that. I think it was funny too that they played with time when Cap was in that elevator, and that he did again. The you know, fan service more. Hey, yeah, like, I, 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 I was waiting for him to just fuck people up. I thought I was, he was gonna say the same line. I was he's yeah. like, "Yo, y'all want to get out? Now's the time to do it." I was like, "Oh, we won't get that again." He said, "Him, because everyone, because he got in that elevator and everyone started getting hyped up." Yo, but, but, do, but do you remember that fight scene? I, I think he was like, yo, I don't want to have to do this thing. I want the easy way out. <laughs> just, nah. Oh, yeah. Because he also, also too, he, he used knowledge because he used it against himself. He says, Bucky's life. He's like, wait, 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 what? Yeah. But here's the thing, though. Doesn't that create an alternate timeline, too, at that point? Well, so that was the thing. if we still have this timeline. Yeah, that was the thing. So I thought about it. So, like, it was minor stuff. So part of this stuff made me think it was the loop. So it was like they were always there. And the reason why Cap doesn't know is because he got Mind Stone. So obviously he's not going to remember it. Yeah. And when we get to an Infinity War, Thanos is like, I'm, oh, I'm cursed with knowledge. He knows who Tony Stark is. I'm like, oh, that's because you... Oh, Nebula told you. And that's why you didn't trust her. Because of all this. Mm. Like, I thought it was just people's lives living out, but we're seeing it happen through them. And that's how all this stuff happens, because that's just kind of what happens. Obviously... It's not. These are separate branches. That t- 2014 where they go is not Guardians of the Galaxy 1. So that's pretty funny because I'm <clears throat> thinking about it now. So then there's probably a, a version of Thanos, like when he got that knowledge that he didn't go in the past. Like he didn't, like, you know, travel. And he was like, Possibly. you know what? I'm just going to wait it out. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, you have a version of Thanos. Again, it gets <clears throat> that, that whole thing. Yeah, it's just diverging time. Like, main MCU Thanos waited it out, planned it. Did his thing, snapped, killed half the universe. Honestly, when he dropped them bombs on the Avengers headquarters, I thought Scott Lang bit the dust right there. I thought Scott Lang bit the dust too. Yo, he took it to the face. I thought a lot of them bit the dust. I was like, oh, Oh, he just said, psych, uh, we're not doing this right now. I was like, okay. But can we? Can we talk about that epicness of on your left? Oh, man. And just everything opening up? Yes. Doctor Strange back and he's like, yo, yo Wong? Wong was the Wong was yo, the best. He's just like, yo, he's like, is that everybody? everybody? And he goes, Oh my bad. And he started opening up some more. <laughs> he's like, oh I got you. Hold my beer. Yeah. Yo, it was crazy. That and whole you, scene, that epic finale is just every like everything in the last twenty minutes yeah. of that movie was. Like you just watch it in the gold. theater. It's just between like uh Shout out to Cap for shouting out. Uh, he was like, "Hey Queens, heads up!" You know, what yeah. I mean? like you got every every little like Black method. Panther knew Clint's name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got that. You got um, you know the whole woman up squad. Oh, A Force. Oh, dude, they they're talking about that they want an all female Avengers movie. It was shout out to all of them, and I was glad like you know one of the things that was traveling around the net was the picture that we never we never addressed the the elephant in the room. That's a new king of uh, Asgard, by the way. Valkyrie. Yeah. That was a big, like... It's a passing of the torch and the fact that that's that's a big moment. And I I appreciate what he told her from what his mom told him. It was like one of those things where he goes, yo, like, this is who I was supposed to be, but it's not who I am. Like, like, I can't do this. And you're way better for it. 
And it's interesting because her story arc is that, <clears throat> if you remember in Ragnarok, she was all she was in a place of nothing. She was just a scavenger because the Valkyrie were all dead. And she was like probably the last remaining Valkyrie. Mm -hmm. So now she's like a scavenger um, in like this place. Um, and so it was like a return to grace for her. That's whole full circle. Mm -hmm. Now you're like the leader of the Asgardian people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, it was dope. I think though, like what they did, like what they did with Valkyrie, I thought A-Force was fucking, it was just really cool while they did it. I, I and like you get, you get like three of them and then like each of the women are just kind of just showing up. Yeah. It was dope. It was, I'm happy they did it. You know? Plus, plus we have like, like that whole game of like, like keep away. Oh yeah. It was so funny. Because you're just like, here, I got it. Here, I got it. And you see Peter just like, I don't know. He's like crying. You're just like, Pete, you're going to be alright. Like, just do what you do normally. Yep. Also, that new tactical suit that he has, like, just like, uh, was it? Uh, Iron Spire suit? Yeah, but wait, kill. Well, instant kill was from was from homecoming. Yeah. Yeah, there's a scene in homecoming where he's going to spy on Shocker and all them, and oh. I think I think it's a version of Friday saying, "Do you want me to activate instant kill mode?" He's like, "No, why? Why yes. would I want instant kill mode?" Yes. Oh my god! And then, so he that does it because so you're killing nameless monsters, so it's okay. Exactly. <laughs> why not? I think this this was a moment where we got to see every single character of the MCU show. And the fact is, this yeah, is that. Everyone shot and everyone like. Got got a, no, 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 no. I mean, I thought Doctor Strange kind of got shafted to fucking water, damn dude. But wait, whatever. wait, no, no. Let's let's <laughs> talk about this. Let's let's talk about all the minor characters that came back. Like you have Renee Russo, Thor's mom. You had oh um, all the side yes yeah. all the side characters they got Robert that, Redford. Yeah. Tilda Swinton. So they had uh, what's his name? Uh, the ball guy. They even like, had like, Angel Dude. Yeah, like crossbones like that oh, whole yeah. squad, that whole elevator. Yeah, like was just like you're just looking at the way. Even when they pulled um Jarvis, yeah, from the TV from show. The TV show. I was like, holy shit! This that, is well done. They well done. kudos, kudos to them for like kudos to twenty two movies. This is now twenty three. This makes twenty three, huh? Uh, Far From Home. I think so. Let's just say this: this is gonna be expensive box set. <clears throat> Yeah. Yep. Is there any speculation for what you think? I mean, aside from the fact that we touched up on some future superheroes, um, the fact that they want to have the TV shows now tie in more with um, the movies, what are some speculations that you think are going to happen? Um, do you think we're going to get a sneak in some mutants, Fantastic Four? Do you think they're going to tie in? Fantastic Four, cool? they have to do. There's Definitely. no way they're not going to do it, but they, they're going to... they going to do it carefully. Very carefully. You know what it is? We as fans, we know we know that Fantastic Four, X Men, all of them are available. So we're gonna be going now into these future movies with looking for Easter eggs of when we're gonna see them. Cause like yeah, now you have TV shows too now. Well yeah no I'm just it was just it's but just, I don't I don't think we're gonna get them as soon as we want them. We're not. No, no he he said that we're not. I think phase years. phase four I think is gonna be mostly people we know and Shang Chi like yeah it's gonna be that and then we also I also see more celestial stuff happening yeah like, I'm I was really surprised to see the collector and the grandmaster not on the scale that we know them in the comics and and you know in the cartoon series like where they're just like these big entities they're just guys. Yeah, yeah, we we got so, that with ego. Ego was a big entity. He yeah. he was more he was more like closer. It was to Kurt Collins. Russell. Yeah, yeah. Kurt fucking Russell. So, um, I'm hoping we see the celestials so like the nowhere head. We see I, those. I would love I would love to see more of that in like the future. Like, give me Galactus. Give me. Well, they they talk about that we're gonna see more cosmic movies now. Well, the that's Eternals. What that's what I want to yeah. see. Like you know. But, um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I, I, I want to see with the Marvel Universe like inching slowly introducing characters like they've done before. They've been great in doing that. Um, origin stories, obviously, we know don't do that great in the why? beginning. But like, they why wouldn't great. we do uh, Adam Warlock? I think they I just... I thought they are. I, I, they I were. think he's in Guardians I, I feel like we have him. Yeah. Like they, they go, he's here just to say he's here, but they don't know what to do with they him They don't because they didn't, they didn't use him in Infinity. Yeah, I think what happened was that they got... Because there were so many characters that there was just <clears throat> not enough time to introduce Adam Warlock's story arc. He, I feel like he would have came 
through almost like this. Like he would have came through like super powerful, super. I, I think like, it should have. Yeah, I think it would have been very confusing. Like you've got this guy who's. It should have happened in Guardians too. I think when it they should've, it yeah. should have, because um there was no other cosmic movies going on at the time aside from Guardians. The only other comic cosmic movie that went on was Captain Marvel, and even Kevin Feige said we were supposed to get Beta Ray Bill at some point and Quasar, but now they're being saved for the later phase, um, which they've already confirmed they might be in Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm -hmm. I don't think they had enough time to introduce Adam Warlock the way that they wanted to. So they're like, you know what, let's just scrap this and stick what we have. And their whole thing was to get Captain Marvel out. Do you see them rebooting Inhumans properly? Um, yeah, because I don't think, because um, the TV show for Inhumans has nothing to do with the movies. Nothing. Because um, there was a whole divide between... I do want to. I do want to see more. Because the humans had more to age not, the shield, right? Yeah. It was time more. To, well, I, I well, this is the problem with the TV shows. I want to see more cohesiveness in their TV shows. No, no. This is this is the problem with the TV shows. This is why we didn't get the cohesiveness that we, we thought have, we would like, get. The Runaways. We have Legion. We have. Well, what happened Dagger. was that well, Legion's Legion's was Swiss Fox because it's an X Men's property. Um, the reason why we didn't have the cohesiveness with the TV shows is because at one point when Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was coming out and when um, Peggy Carter's show was coming out, the Marvel TV shows and the movies were still under one studio. But then Disney went to Kevin Feige and said, listen, we want you to report to us because he had a tight um, leash from whoever was running the, the studio. Mm -hmm. This is like, no, Kevin, you report directly to us now. He had control of the movies. Kevin Feige had no control of the, of the shows. Shows were still under um, whoever it was in controlling mm. um, the Marvel TV stuff. So that's why, you, because um, we remember Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., they had Sif on the show. They had the Civil, they had the Winter they, Soldier They was thing. affected with the Winter Soldier and Civil War, but then mm. after that, it just didn't gel with the movies anymore. So that completely changed. Um... And it's the same thing with the Netflix shows. Everybody had this thought that the Netflix characters were going to appear in Civil War. But Kevin Feige now coming on record saying that he wants to link these shows and the movies together because of what he's done with the movies. I think he has more pull now to actually take the shows. So that's why it's like there's a lot of possibilities that may be happening. Who knows what's going on in Kevin Feige's head right now? Yo. My man's playing like chess. He's with playing, himself. He's playing super chess, I feel like. It's like... Uh, there's so much to consider when you've, you've done this much. He can walk away from it right now. and They, no could, one, they could walk away from it. They could just be like, they, we did 23 movies. You're welcome. We're done. Goodbye. I'm going to tell you how much burn this guy has. I remember reading when Sony at that time had Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. And whoever was in charge of the Spider-Man franchise was talking so much garbage about Kevin Feige. Mm -hmm. Was like, oh, I'm basically responsible for that Marvel Universe. We're going to start this with Spider-Man. Oh, when we do Spider-Man 2, we're also going to introduce the Sinister Sticks. You saw how bad Spider-Man 2, the amazing Spider-Man 2, with Andrew Garfield failed. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they try to incorporate, the, they, they focus too heavy on sticks. It just, there's been franchises of movies that have done stuff like, for example, when you think of big movie franchises, Lord of the Rings, Lord of the Rings was three movies. Then you had Harry Potter, which was seven movies. Uh, the reason eight, I'm mentioning these movies, movies, yeah, eight movies, sorry. Well, when I'm mentioning these movies, these are movies that told a continuous story. We could mention James Bond, but James Bond didn't have movies that linked like that. It had a lot of movies for the franchise, but not really linked like that. Right. Marvel created something that went on a span of 23 movies and has linked 23 movies to a self-sustaining universe where it's like, you know what? Come over here. Come play. Come play with the story. There's not, there hasn't been any studio in our lifetime that has yeah. done that before. In anybody's lifetime who's done that. And movies so that not, try, fail. But I mean, I, I, I mean, there's nothing more I can add. I mean, same. It was Endgame, man. It was, it was, uh, it was the, it was the perfect farewell letter. Yes. To the fans, a thank you letter to the fans, uh, a farewell to like so many characters and so many stories. It was just beautifully done. Like they perfectly with a beautiful bow, 
couldn't like there's people who are like I didn't like Endgame and they're like what and they're like listen you can't just like Endgame you have to like there's so much love for Endgame and it's because of this universe they yeah. built like you can't just jump into Endgame not seeing the other 20 plus movies like there's it's impossible yeah so Again. you know like for you to look at this movie like they even made Thor 2 relevant yeah <laughs> yeah you know what I mean like to look at this movie outside of this this franchise you look at this movie and you're like you know it's a good superhero movie but the emotional like connection to it is just lost because it's it wouldn't be there because you have 11 years of emotions story and, and deep rooted connections to characters and and worlds that have been built it's so beautiful and it's just bro mind blowing how, how well they, they did it you know what I'm gonna throw in that dollar I always thought the death of Superman was wasted whereas we had the fact of the death of Iron Man this impacted people more because we saw this character throughout how many movies how many arcs this he grew he grew on you yeah you saw this character you saw this you saw many versions of this character you 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 felt this character in civil war you felt this character's pain the one thing i love about this uh these uh especially the main six because they've been here for so long you see them all go through like these changes of character and who they were from when they started to who they are now of like the highs and lows of like yo they were just regular people. Shit, even Nick Fury. You know what I mean? Like, this takes a toll yeah. on you. And so, like, there's no way you could fight those epic of battles and those many wars and lose friends and lose family and just lose whoever and still be okay at the end of the day. Like, Tony, like she, like she said, like, rest. Like, we're going to be okay. You know what I mean? Because he doesn't rest. Like, he's, there's a difference between it's, sleeping and restful sleep. And yeah, he's yeah. not getting that. You know what yeah. I mean? And it was, again, it goes back to the fact that these characters, it's not only the emotions they played on the fans, the emotions were even there 10 times more because you saw the emotions in the characters that the actors played. And it was a farewell. And it was like, oh, this is the really the end of a chapter. It's been a fun ride. I mean, I, I, I mean, thinking back to our, my high school days because I'm probably the oldest one here. So it, it's, it's, I remember picking up Wizard Magazine in the 1990s and always seeing the fantasy cast for these movies. Oh, man. Yeah, I remember and, PGM had the fantasy cast yeah. for video games. Mm -hmm. So, to actually... And that's why I go, like, a lot of kids now, you're lucky, like, you know, it was hard to be a comic book fan back then. But it was... Because, you know, people picked on you if you watched the great comic. Um, but no, it was, it's just very interesting to see that now because I never thought that we would have something like this. Right. There. Yeah, no, I, I agree. This has been 10 years of my life with these movies. Who knows how long they're going to run. It's kind of, it's kind of like our version of Star Wars. It's, it, I think, it, I think they're, you know, I think and it, game with our movies. Return of the Jedi. I think these like, movies, the series is older than your kids. Definitely older. Than <laughs> it's def definitely damn man. It's been that long. I uh, I was a freshman or becoming a sophomore in college when Iron Man came out. Yeah. So it was. It was a wild journey, and I'm really excited to see what they do. And it's kind of weird to think that this is over. Like you know, watching these movies, you knew it was building up to something, and you knew kind of knew. Like, when we knew Phase 1 was over, we knew Age of Ultron was going to happen. We just didn't know... To what extent. To what extent. gave you a sip of the tea. Right. In Iron Man 1, when he pulled out the Captain America shield. Yeah. But then you really got the full thing was when they introduced Nick Fury at the very end. Yeah. But we didn't realize how big it was until the end of Avengers. I, yo, I remember... I remember seeing... So, I remember it's 2012. So, that was also... That was Avengers and Dark Knight... The three came out, so mm -hmm. I remember seeing that. And I'm watching it with my friends. It was me, Jackie, my boy Steven, and his girl at the time. And we're watching Avengers, and my friend had told me, yo, Avengers is fucking amazing. And I'm like, yo, I'm in all this movie. You've got the money shot when they do the 360 spin. 
And we're like, all right, cool, we're just watching. And then you see the, the guy say, oh, you know, this may tempt death. And then this pink dude turns around. I'm like, holy shit. And you've got people in the crowd like, holy shit. And other people are like, who the fuck is that guy? Right. <laughs> What's funny is... Yeah, it was... Um, as yeah. much as... Like, as much as I love, like, a lot of the Marvel movies, like, I didn't appreciate Avengers. Like, I don't... I still think the first two Avengers movies I particularly didn't like. For me, up until Infinity War, my favorite Avengers, quote, air quote, movie... Um, was Civil War and everyone's like Civil War was Captain America I was like that was no, a great that, that was Avengers 2.0 it's exactly it's, it's 2.5 or whatever yeah, 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 yeah. and then we got Infinity War and like Infinity War and, and Endgame were so more like fleshed out like I feel like Avengers 1 and Avengers um, Ultron was a lot of fight a lot of easter eggs like it didn't really like carried any weight to it you know well, what I mean? it was just done so you can have it as a placeholder for the next one well let me ask you this because um i mean we can leave off with this one as a person who's been because I, I know you love the batman you've been would you say at the time when you saw avengers um were you more of a dc fan big dc fan growing up or more because i think i, I know was, everybody I had their like, i feel like everyone like assumes that because i love like i, I just love the you batman, batman tattoo i do but that doesn't mean that I didn't grow up with the X Men cartoon and Spider Man cartoon, okay. and like I. And the same really Batman's playing for the wrong team, right? Like I'm, very, I'm very like, <laughs> like I don't really choose. Like I'm, a, I'm a very all around nerd. Like, give me whatever, and I'm like, right, I'm, I'm with it. Like I don't go oh, like. It's kind of the thing like people are like oh Star Wars or Star Trek. Why not I, both? I grew up Star Wars. Yeah. But the J.J. Abrams film really got me into Star yeah. Wars. No, Star me too. Trek, you know what I mean? Like, I was... I didn't watch Rapticon until I saw the second Star... Or the second J.J. Abrams movie. So we are your host, Sebastian. Tony from across the hall. And our featured guest. Wow. And um, we will see you guys around the internet. And stay nerdy. Peace.